So Arizona State loses 35-34. to 34. Welcome on in to the pop-up podcast here on a Saturday night. There were two fumbles that were a big part of this game, but the two-point conversion will be what everybody talks about, whether it's tonight, whether it's tomorrow. I'm going to take the tact of I like the call, and I'll be the one that gets criticized and ripped for it. And here's why. They're going nowhere this season, okay? They have lost games now in four straight weeks. On the road, at home, doesn't matter to me. 35-34, if you think that you're going to be in a position with a young quarterback who was superb tonight, three touchdowns, no picks, and can make a play. Now, the play call itself, I didn't like. I love the fact that Herm Edwards went for the victory. I really do. I know some people on social media tonight, I'm seeing it, they're all joking about you play to win the game. Yeah, that's what Herm Edwards has said years ago, and tonight that's what he showed. Play to win the game rather than tie it with a minute 41 to go. I thought it was a big ballsy call, and I liked it. So I think the easy answer on this is you just go back to the two fumbles that they had, one of them down on the goal line, and they should be winning this football game and walking away with it. The defense, though, let's talk about this for a bit. And, yeah, there were five starters tonight that were suspended at the start of the game. A couple of those guys on the defensive side of the football I thought played pretty well once they got out on the field, in particular Merlin Robertson, who he has not played great, in my opinion, the last few weeks. But I thought he played well once he was out there. In the secondary, though, they are giving up big plays. The ASU secondary has been getting picked on, chewed up here in recent weeks. No denying it. Tonight, the Beavers threw for 286 yards. They had 393 yards of total offense and 105 yards on the ground. But they only had two penalties on the night. ASU had four penalties, and they only had the football for 25 minutes and 14 seconds, meaning Oregon State had the ball for almost 35 minutes. They sustained drives, and ASU couldn't get them off the field. And I know there's a certain segment that only wants the positive stuff. Rah, rah, cheer, cheer, and all that. Brandon Ayuk, easily that side of the story. Ten catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown tonight. Uh, but you've got to get more out of other players on the field. And in particular, I think the running game of Arizona State has become a concern and Eno Benjamin's fumbling issue. So what do they do from here? They've got to find a way to beat Oregon and Arizona, both at home. You've got to at least win one of those games to become bowl eligible. But this has been a season. This has turned into a season. Go back to the win over Michigan State. Michigan State now, that win is very hollow. They are awful. They got destroyed today by Michigan. You know, the Washington State and Cal victories, there were injuries with both those programs or have been injuries with both those programs. And so ASU is just a mediocre Pac-12 school that is going through a stretch of playing a lot of kids, which can be viewed as an excuse. My good buddy Brock Heard was on the show with me this past week, and he said, don't buy into all the excuse from PR people that say, look, there's 20-some-odd freshmen that are out on the field. What about the job P.J. Fleck has done in Minnesota this season? That's the job. That's what college football has become now. You've got to have freshmen that come in and play immediately. You cannot miss. And I think for Arizona State, for the most part, their biggest freshmen um, have come through, the biggest freshman being Jaden Daniels. He's come through in a big way this year. I love watching him play. And again, tonight, he was, he was running for his life, and there were a couple of decisions that he made that worked great. The only way he's going to get better is by reps. The only way he's going to get better is to go on the road, and when it's a full-out blitz, able to pick it up, see it, and find a way to get a touchdown on a fourth-down play in it with a minute 45 to go in the game. That's how you grow up. And so there was some of that tonight with him, that's for sure. 
I was watching a lot of college football today, and I have to work this in tonight because this happened today. Now Jones goes in motion, and Purdy looks to throw on first down. Here comes a blitz. Purdy scrambling out of it, keeping the play alive. Now looking deep, fires deep downfield, man wide open to Shante Jones. As the catch, 30, 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown to Shante Jones. 75 yards. Okay, so <laughs> Arizona State never offered Brock Purdy. That was Todd Graham. And I'm going to bring this up until Brock has gone into the NFL and it will go down in lore of, can you believe that the hometown kid from Perry High School didn't ever get offered by Arizona State? It's just stunning to me. All right, have a good night.